Welcome to Looking Within, a podcast to help you quiet your mind, settle your body, and see God's presence in your everyday life. I'm Julie. I hope our time together will help you to feel more grounded, whole, and filled with a growing desire to be a conduit of God's love and presence to the world around you. Now, let's begin. Today we begin our third week in our Lenten podcast series entitled, Imagining a New Life and a New Story. Who wouldn't want a new life? But after a certain age, we reach a point where we think, well, I'm sort of stuck with this life. But the invitation to follow Jesus each morning as we begin the day suggests the possibility of a new life. Our first two practices are the backdrop to seeing a new life. It is in silence and solitude that we can pose the question, What do you want me to do with you today, Lord? Our second practice is also foundational to finding a new life and a new story, having a beginner's mind. Can we let go of our old way of seeing life? Can we be open to the possibilities of living a life more centered around Christ than around ourselves? Holding on to these two practices, silence and solitude, and having a beginner's mind, we now layer on a third practice, remember the poor. What wisdom do the poor have for us? Two things need to be understood before we begin. First, when we talk about the poor, We are not simply talking about money or possessions, although that can be part of this. We are talking about anything that puts people on the fringe of culture, limiting us so that we do not have much access to what we might call the good life. So for our discussion, the poor include such things as social standing, physical limitations, illness, and those who struggle with the challenges of life. And secondly, by the practice of remembering the poor, we're not simply talking about taking care of the people around us who are in need. We're actually looking at this from a completely different perspective. Not how can I help the poor, but how can the poor help me? Today we remember the story of Helen Keller. She was born in the year 1880. She lost her hearing and her sight after a bout of illness at the age of 19 months. At the age of seven, she met her lifelong companion and teacher, Anne Sullivan. She learned how to read and write and speak. She didn't merely get by, but accomplished so much. She was the first deaf-blind person to earn a Bachelor of Arts degree from Radcliffe College of Harvard University. She was a prolific author, writing 14 books and hundreds of speeches and essays on topics ranging from animals to Mahatma Gandhi. On January 22, 1916, Keller and Sullivan traveled to the small town of Menominee, Wisconsin, to deliver a lecture. Details of her talk were provided in the weekly Dunn County News. A message of optimism, of hope, of good cheer, and of loving service was brought to Menominee Saturday. 
a message that will linger long with those fortunate enough to have received it. This message came with the visit of Helen Keller, the wonderful girl who has so brilliantly triumphed over the triple afflictions of blindness, dumbness, and deafness, gave a talk with her own lips on happiness, and it will be remembered always as a piece of inspired teaching by those who heard it. Helen Keller's speech that day in Menominee, Wisconsin, was about happiness. Maybe that's at the core of what we're trying to say. From what she experienced in life, we might think that she had no chance of happiness. But all evidence to the contrary, she lived a happy life. Remember the poor. Jesus, in the Beatitudes, calls them blessed. Remember the poor. What do they know that we don't know? There are so many shiny things that grab our attention in life. As one person put it, I spent my whole life climbing the ladder of success, only to find out it was leaning up against the wrong wall. Think of people you have met, those on the fringe of our culture not enjoying the good stuff that television commercials suggest makes for a good life. I recall many retired guys telling me, oh, I spent too much time working and not enough time with my family, a common observation. I've talked to many people on their deathbeds, as I'm sure you have. They have such a different perspective of what it means to be happy. I've met with people who have spent some time in South America, among people who live on less than a dollar a day, and they are so happy. I recall a quote from an Indian chief from the 19th century. His culture was being overrun by white people. Yet he observed, We Indians think that you white people are always angry. Why are you so angry? It is a gift to get out of our little circle of friends who buy into all the same ideas about happiness. Rubbing elbows with those on the fringe of our culture is a wonderful mirror, helping us rethink our ideas about the good life, helping us find a new story and a new life. Remember the poor. Let's think about this during some quiet moments together. In this quiet space and time, I'd invite you to gently close your eyes and to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Hear the sound of the bowl calling you to look within. Let it center you. Let it awaken you to God's presence. Think of people in your world, or people who could be in your world, the disadvantaged. Do they have a different understanding of the good life, of happiness? Hold on to their wisdom. How close is it 
to Jesus' wisdom for you. We'll be back with you in about two minutes. Take one more minute to name this wisdom of the poor, the dying, the marginalized. What one piece of advice would you take away today to live by? I'd invite you now to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Hear the bowl sound calling you back to this day. Gently open your eyes, remaining still for a moment longer.
Remember the poor. Are there people in your life who are struggling, disadvantaged? Family, friends, a neighbor? Can you volunteer at a place where you might rub elbows with the poor? Can you take the time to hear their story? Do they have a wisdom that you need to hear? On Wednesday of this week, we take another look at remembering the poor. Jesus came to us in poverty, lived his life in poverty, and died between two poor criminals. He may have been doing more than telling us to share with others. He may have been telling us to let the disadvantaged people in life teach us their wisdom. Join us as we continue to explore this practice of remembering the poor. And in a second bonus episode on Friday, we'll lead you in a guided meditation. As you take some moments to rest your mind and your heart, you can open up to wisdom from the most unlikely places, the disadvantaged. Remembering how Jesus came to us, not from the center of power and authority, but from the fringes of society, from the place of weakness. Thank you for making time for your inner self today, for developing and enriching your relationship with God through reflection and discovery. Whatever you've experienced, carry that with you in the coming days. You can find more episodes at our website, Gloria-Day, that's D-E-I dot com slash looking within podcast, or subscribe through your favorite podcast app. If you know someone who might enjoy and benefit from this podcast, share it with them. Your financial contributions make this ministry possible. To give, visit gloria-day.com slash giving. Thank you for your support, and we'll see you next time.